Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Okay, what's going on? Let's go through this. Antonio Brown, what a day. Fights back against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, drops some bombshells, and then more and more happens. I'm going to go through this almost kind of chronologically, <laughs> the way things started last night and the way it continued on throughout the day. I'm going to tell you right now, though, when I set up a podcast per story and I, I pull the media, you know, the screen grabs and all that kind of stuff, and I pull out the media, I usually grab five maybe six, if it's a really complicated story, seven, I have 17 pieces of media for this whole Antonio Brown thing. Let's get through it. It starts this morning. Danny Gillette comes out and says, Antonio Brown is accusing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of covering up the true reason for his mid-game walkout last Sunday. In a statement released through his lawyer, Brown said Bruce Arians told him he was done. After he told the coach he couldn't re-enter the game against the New York Jets due to an ankle injury. Fair enough. Part of the statement says, Bruce Arians shouted out me, said, you're done. I didn't quit. I was cut. Here's some of what AB's statement looked like. He said, I took a seat on the sideline and my coach came up to me very upset and shouted, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I told him it's my ankle. But he knew that. It was well documented. We had discussed it. Then he ordered me to get on the field. I said, coach, I can't. He didn't call for medical attention. Instead, he shouted at me, you're done. While he ran his finger across his throat, coach was telling me that if I didn't play hurt, then I was done with the Bucks. Adam Schefter says, Antonio Brown accused the Bucks of engaging in a, quote, ongoing cover-up. He said an MRI on his ankle shows broken bone fragments stuck in my ankle, the ligament torn from my bone and cartilage loss which are beyond painful. Brown said he will undergo ankle surgery. So I said, with what AB released last night, this of course this is Wednesday night. This isn't today. This is Wednesday night. I said, with what AB released last night, it lines up with what Ian Rappaport said on Monday. Uh, it feels like this is going to go beyond a he said, he said. And as it unfolds, both sides will have to submit some evidence. Uh, let's not forget, the Bucks haven't released Antonio Brown yet. Why? I was curious. Why? You had that whole escapade on Sunday. Antonio Brown strips half naked, walks off the field. You don't cut him. Why? I wanted to know. Then he releases a couple of texts between him and Bruce Arians. And basically, I know they're hard to read on the screen, but basically to sum them up, Arians was like, hey, I need you there on Monday. Or I need you there tomorrow. I need you there this weekend. Brown responds, yeah, coach, I'm doing my best. The ankle's a little sore in that two-pointer. I'm trying to get there. If I go, I don't want to hurt the team. I don't have full speed. Aaron's like, hey, let's meet in the morning. Let's talk about it. Right, of course, and then what I just went over, he's saying that, you know, and, and listen, Bruce Arians did, after his press conference, deny having, you know, knowledge of Antonio Brown's ankle injury. But I think what he was actually saying was like the one on the field. That's what I'm coming to. And then AB takes a shot at Alex Guerrero. 
because I guess he was getting some $100,000 treatment from Guerrero, wanted to back. He posts this out here. It's text messages between him and Guerrero. Very nice exchange, actually. He was like, hey, Alex, AG calls him. You know, since I'm not going forward with the treatment, I think I should get some reimbursement. AG, AB, AB, or Alex Guerrero's like, yeah, what do you want, man? Come on. You see that blackout part at the bottom of the picture there? Do you see it? That is AB's like routing numbers and his account number, like his bank numbers, right? I did that. Just so everybody knows, I did that. Antonio Brown didn't black out. Antonio Brown posted this online and showed the world his bank account numbers. Can we? Can I just stop and say, how can you not love Antonio Brown? The guy is the story that keeps on giving, isn't he? I felt some moral responsibility that if I'm going to post this stuff, that I'm, I'm going to, I should black out the numbers <laughs> because Antonio Brown didn't feel the need to. Now he deleted it. But it's all over. I screen grabbed that from somebody else's tweet who had screen grabbed it from Antonio Brown. Michael David Smith makes a good point, though. He says, there's no dispute that Antonio Brown went into Sunday's game with an ankle injury and that Bruce Arians knew about it. The only thing at issue is what was communicated during the game. Not sure why Antonio Brown thinks releasing text messages from last week proves anything. And I agree. And actually, I was listening to the Pat McAfee show not long ago, and he made a good point. Those sidelines are mic'd up. There's boom mics. There's everything out there. The Bucks are probably getting that information right now. AB feels confident that it's going to be picked up. Let's keep going. One Twitter user reminds us, right? Bucks medical team is wild. They let Gronk back into a game versus the LA Rams with a broken ribs and a punctured lung and Godwin running on the sideline with a torn ACL and now AB in his ankle injury. Antonio Brown says, once my surgery is complete, I'll be back to 100% and looking forward to next season. Business going to be booming. Albert Breer points out the obvious. To review, this morning, Antonio Brown turned on Tom Brady, tweeted out his banking information, and returned fire at Bruce Arians. It wasn't even 9 o'clock Eastern time yet. I think around 1.30 or so this afternoon, the Buccaneers released this statement. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have terminated the contract of Antonio Brown, effective immediately. While Antonio did receive treatment on his ankle and was listed on the injury report the week leading up to last Sunday's game, he was cleared to play by our medical team prior to the start of the game. And at no point during the game did he indicate to our medical personnel that he could not play. We've attempted multiple times throughout the week to schedule an evaluation from an outside orthopedic specialist, yet Antonio Brown has not complied. Maintaining the health and wellness of our players is at the utmost importance of our organization. And as you can see, I highlighted that, maintaining the health and wellness of players at the utmost importance of our organization. Now, I'll tell you in a second why I highlighted that. Now, Antonio Brown disputed it. Antonio Brown's like, hey, I saw the doctor at the same hospital you wanted me to go. He said, he, he looked at the MR and said, I need surgery. He thinks this is the Bucks trying to send him to a team-friendly doctor that's going to say differently. But I highlighted that bottom part, maintaining the health and wellness of our players at the utmost importance of the organization. And our, I have a group chat with a few Patriot fans, uh, not just Patriot fans, actually, just football fans. You guys all know McChicken. He sends this. He says, this is just with the Buccaneers, and there's more with Arizona. Right? Here's what Bruce Arians did. Sent Gronk back in the game with broken ribs. Let's also not forget, he also had a punctured lung. Had Godwin running sprints on the sideline with a torn ACL. He had Fournette running routes after his injury led to the IR. Tom Brady played on an unreported MCL tear last year. And it's true. It was never reported that Tom Brady had a knee injury. And Jameis Winston played with torn meniscus and a fractured thumb. So 
I'm not necessarily going to look at the Buccaneers and say, hey, you know, player safety is your utmost importance. DC Sports Talk wrote, it's possible that AB and the Bucks are both lying, right? AB is in fact hurt and but agreed to play, didn't feel he would meet his incentive, so decided playing hurt is not worth it. Bucks knew about the injury, but were mad at the reason that AB wanted to sit, which was not enough targets. So it could be true. Maybe it's both sides. However, I looked at all of that information. I read hundreds of thousands of words. This occupied way more of my day than I thought it was going to. And I tweeted this. After reading hundreds and thousands of words and the text messages and the Buccaneer statement, I'm prepared for the backlash. I'm prepared to be unfollowed, but I'm taking Antonio Brown's side on this. This could blow up in my face, but I think AB is telling the truth. And there was a lot of people who told me, you're wrong. And I was like, man, I'm standing by it. I was all ready to come on this show tonight and just defend, defend, defend Antonio Brown in minutes, minutes before I had to go live. Somebody sends me this. Exclusive. Fired Buck star Antonio Brown smuggled OnlyFans model who went viral for licking a toilet seat in 2020 into his hotel room for a steamy sex romp and told her to watch what I do tomorrow the night before he stormed off the field. Now, I'm going to get real close to this because I can't, I'm having a problem seeing it, but I'm going to read it for those of you who can't read it. Bucks wide receiver Antonio Brown had a clandestine thrice with an influencer, Ava Louise, 23, the night before he stormed off the field, the DailyMail.com uh, can reveal. Louise, who shot, a f- uh, shot up to fame in 2020 after she was filmed uh, herself licking a toilet seat in a bid to catch COVID, was smuggled into his hotel room at the Westin in uh, Jersey City, New Jersey. The social media star told the DailyMail.com that she first connected with Brown in 2008, and he reached out to her on Instagram on New Year's Day to invite her over. Luis arrived to the hotel at 11.15 p.m., having to sneak past security due to NFL COVID rules in which state teams must live in a bubble and cannot see guests. Once inside... Brown began ranting about the bullshit COVID rules and repeatedly told her, fuck the NFL, Louise claimed. Louise, who has an OnlyFans account, said, when we had sex, he wanted to film it and make a tape on my phone, and he wanted me to put it out there. The OnlyFans creator claimed that Brown also kept mumbling, I can't wait for you to see what I do tomorrow. I can't wait for you to do what I see, or can't wait for you to see what I do tomorrow. Brown 33 was released by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after a bizarre meltdown during Sunday's come from behind win over the Jets. I got some advice for you kids. Never run from your mistakes. If you're going to look at everything that happens throughout a day and you're going to say, hey, I'm going to support Antonio Brown. I think he's telling the truth. I got his back. When you find out that he has sex with someone who licks a toilet and according to the toilet licker, he revealed that he was going to do this tomorrow after he had sex with somebody who licks a toilet. I mean, she licked a fucking toilet. So after he had sex with the toilet licker, he had this bizarre breakdown. Don't run from your mistakes. Own it. Own it. Do I think that Tampa was in the wrong? A little bit. Is it harder to defend? Oh my fucking God. Hey, what's going on? 
Welcome to Talking Football with Ray, and believe it or not, my name is Ray, and I'm going to be the one talking football with you. Before we cut to the show, you need to remember that we are talking about a kid's game that's played by grown men. So sit back, relax, don't take yourself too serious, and let's have a little bit of fun in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Zero, 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 zero. <clears throat> What's going on? It's your boy Ray. Welcome to Talking Football with Ray. I'm the one talking football with you. We're going to be talking a lot of Antonio Braun tonight. I defended that motherfucker all day. I was like, man, something always just, guys aren't just that nuts. They don't just do that. And then he had sex with a toilet liquor. I want some other stuff I want to talk about today. Who's going to win between the Bills and the Jets? Who's going to win between the Patriots and the Dolphins? Does Aaron Rodgers deserve to be the MVP? But we got to discuss this whole A-B situation. I got my boy Mikey in, and he's going to be here in one second. I want to remind you first that this show is brought to you by Newsbreak. Make sure you download the Newsbreak app from the link in the description. It gets you all your local news. Uh, my content that I do over there, you get it all for free. It's 100% free. Full transparency. I'm always transparent with you boys and girls. When you download the app from the link, it puts money in my pocket. It helps me download it. Make sure you go check out deanblundell.com. Links in the description as well. You can check out my blogs there. I had five blogs that came out today. Um, go check out my content there. You can find the podcast over there. Uh, you can also find uh, the great work of all the people, 102 podcasts and, uh, create and creators over on deanblundell.com. You can go check it out. And of course you can check out the Dean Blundell show. I guess he's a bit of the godfather of the network. Uh, yeah, that's it, man. Follow me on Twitter at DPN underscore Ray. And uh, that's it. So I'm going to bring in my boy, Mike. Mikey, what's going on, buddy? Thank you. Welcome to the show. What's up? What's going on, everybody? You got to see the uh, you got to see the entire uh, chronological order of events of today. I did. Um, you were ready to come in and get super sarcastic with me before the toilet liquor only fan story. I, but I was. Uh, um, this whole show was set up today. Right, you know, did 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 they screw the the show is basically called did Antonio Brown expose? Did he expose him? Did he did he, did they screw him? Like I was I was there. I was you know what I mean? Can I can I be honest with you right now? What one you, on one you agreed in with the me? audience? You agreed with I, me I, and you're I, just gonna be I I agreed. I agreed with you. I was in Lawrence's Discord with the boys last night and I was like, you know, I think I'm going to have to defend this man to at least some degree. And then I saw that post that you tweeted out about five minutes before this show. And I was just like, same reaction, just complete air out of the tires. Gone. That being said, I don't 100%. I'm not 100% letting the box off the hook. Oh, no, no, no. There's enough evidence there to say that they are covering some shit up. And Bruce Arians is a dick. Can, can we, and we'll get into it, but can we also put it this way? If you don't want to think the Bucks covered up some of this stuff, all NFL teams cover up injuries to some degree, right? And they covered up the fact that he didn't submit the right vaccination card or, a, you know, right isn't the correct word, but he didn't submit an actual vaccination card. And anybody who doesn't believe that. So you think they knew? Oh, I, I think they absolutely knew. And that's why I think this thing about them not having his back 
is kind of like a double-edged sword for him because do you think that's think... why he wasn't cut as well because when he first joined the team bruce arians was like hey he, he fucking steps out of line one way or the other he's gone and then this happens or was it circumstance was it because like chris godwin went down and it was like fuck we need Mike oh, I, 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 I think it's totally because of circumstance and i think that's why uh you know mr big chest came back all of a sudden right all of a sudden mr big chest yeah mr big chest we haven't seen mr big chest since he uh left the raiders um well actually no that's not true since he left the patriots really but um yeah dude this is this is freaking nuts yeah matthew says uh both sides are in the wrong big mgm says is it weird to feel like both are lying no no because no, i think that's where we are right now as well i think that we all I think that's where Mike and I are. At least we we're not letting we, we you know th this was the story, right? Like the one that just came out, and I haven't been able to read the whole story. I just saw this clip. Like this was literally like minutes before I had to come live. Uh, but when I saw Fired Boxstar had a uh, sacks with the toilet, <laughs> what a headline! <laughs> Fired Boxstar Antonio Brown smuggled OnlyFans model who went viral for licking Dude, toilet seat. It, it, okay, so so. I know that wasn't relevant to the story, but it was so relevant to the story. All at the same I, for, time. First off, if you're AB, man, come on. Get somebody better than a toilet liquor. Come on, bro. Like, you got to smuggle in a toilet liquor? Tom Brady's over here with a supermodel wife that's a billionaire. You're smuggling a, a toilet liquor. Like, bro. That should say something about your mental state to begin with. Come on now. Oh, no. Yeah. No. I, well, you know, you never know. Like, did you ever hear those stories about Mike Tyson? Like, before, I think it was before the uh, Buster Douglas fight. So, when they, they was in the Philippines, right? Because they couldn't get, he couldn't get sanctioned in the States for a while. Yep. So, he goes down to the Philippines and they're like, okay, Mike, you can't leave the hotel room. You can't drink. You can't go out. Like, you got to stay here. They basically put him in a bubble. So, because he was really fucked up at that time. Well, Mike Tyson, he told he tells the story. Mike Tyson fucking turns around and says, "Oh, okay." Starts paying the maids to bring him booze and have sex with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. you know, these guys just they just go right. They just uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm partially kidding, right? But the but that's it, right? Like it reminds me of Tiger Woods with some of the women that he was. Uh, you know, seeing on the side, you know, however, however many years ago now. And his again, his wife is like a really hot supermodel who's, you know, fairly wealthy. Now, PL makes a good point here. It says Daily Mail, not exactly credible, nor are social media influencers. Um, and I guess you could count OnlyFans as social media, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, it, it's true. I mean, they this could be bullshit. And we've seen this kind of stuff before, right? Can... can... Can do you believe it? Do you believe that... he had sex with toilet liquor? Liquor. Let me ask you that. Do you believe that? Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you think I believe do you, him. Do you think it's a possibility though that she could be exaggerating uh, him saying that he was going to do this ahead of time? No, I don't. No, you think she's telling the truth, right? Because you look at the reaction that wow. he had in that cab and the driver. Um, dude, AB is no filter, man. Like no, no filter. That's why I believe it. I like he's smart enough to calculate some of this stuff. Like I think the whole thing with the Raiders was calculated. I, I, you can't do you believe convince. the do you believe the conspiracy theory that 
it was Bill Belichick who told him to do it and get cut so he can go sign with the Patriots. I don't know if it was directly Bill Belichick, but I do believe it was uh, Rosenhaus, his agent, because you're, you're going down that deep. You're you're sitting there saying that Rosenhaus said, "Hey, Patriots will sign you. Get yourself." Cut. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna shut up. I'm just gonna shut up and give you the floor, dude. Go ahead. I absolutely believe that. I mean, the Patriots basically gave him the same amount of money. Now, obviously, you know, it fell through and we didn't pick up the option year, but it was the $30 million he lost. You know, they they had to divvy it out because, you know, they didn't have the cap room at the time. Look at the history of, uh, you know, dealings that Rosenhaus and uh, Bill Belichick have, you know, done even this last year. A lot of these free agent guys that we've signed have been true Rosenhaus guys. So yeah, I think I think I think that's more than more than credible, and we know that the Patriots were interested in, interested in him. I I forget exactly what it was, but the Patriots were willing to give the Steelers like a first round pick and more. Yeah, or, they were willing to trade with the Steelers, and then the Steelers were like, "No, we're never going to trade him to New England." Right? Yeah, and I can't say I blame the Steelers. <laughs> no, well, I think it's a little bitter. I think it's a little bitter. Uh, Swamp Fox says, I never, I was never sold on Bruce Arians as a head coach. To me, uh, he's a guy who lucked out by signing the greatest quarterback of all time. Otherwise, he never would have won a Super Bowl. And let's not forget, as an offensive coordinator, he was, uh, he coached Peyton Manning and Ben Roethlisberger, right? Like, so two great quarterbacks as well. Um, in yep. that loop, some people Absolutely. might argue Ben's not. I think he is. I think he was. I don't think he's a great quarterback anymore, but I think he was a great quarterback. I think I hear Joe in the background somewhere sharpening his axe. <laughs> yeah, he said to me the other night, he made such a good point the other night. He's like, you know, we manufacture heroes. And I was like, oh, it's such a good point. We do do that. We do manufacture heroes. Yeah, we do. We really do. <laughs> we manufacture weird heroes too. Like, you, well, let's go to the AB thing. There's a weird cult of personality that love AB and think he's the best. Well, I think he's a great receiver. And I oh, think that I think it's you're able to I think that with players, it's like you're able to look past their transgressions because of what they produce on the field. Uh if you're a reporter in Chicago, you're not with Aaron Rodgers when it comes to the MVP vote. But I think that that and that's where, you know. You heard that story, obviously, right? The Chicago writer comes out, Associated Press. He's yep. an MVP voter, basically like, oh, he's the biggest jerk in the NFL. I'm not going to vote for him. Yep. And and I agreed with what everybody else was saying. Like, whether you think whether you think Aaron Rodgers is the MVP or not is not the debate. The debate was, should the MVP be based on his attitude and his personality off the field when the MVP is completely based on what you do on the field? It's like the fucking Hall of Fame. The Baseball Hall of Fame is a joke to me. Right. Like you got a bunch of oh, these yeah. self-righteous fucking baseball writers who are like, well, I'm not putting Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens or Pete Rose or Sammy yeah. Sosa or Mark and, McGuire. And we all like, know that on. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame now. Like I, like, I want to start my own Hall of Fame that just like has real Hall of Famers in it. Yeah. Right. I, no. Like it's it's I don't understand it. Uh, like, you know, and I mean, we go on all day, but I always have to be like Joe Carter was voted off the ballot his first one time around, you know, and. And then, you so it just, it irritates me. So it's like, if you're really good with the media and you're like, you played for the Yankees and you had a spotlight on you, like, you know who the one I'm the most curious about is like David Ortiz, man. Yeah. Cause he got wrapped up in that. He got wrapped up in that steroids shit. Right. Like in that report, his name but, came out. But who, but who wasn't 
Like that. No, but the, that's my point. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he's a Hall of Famer. To me, David Ortiz is a fucking big poppy is a first ballot Hall of Famer, but so is Alex, so is Alex Rodriguez in my mind. Like I think A Rod is as well. A Rod's never going to the Hall of Fame. I'll tell you that right no. now. He's never if if fucking Bonds and and Maguire aren't going and Sosa aren't going to the Hall of Fame and Clemens isn't going to the Hall of Fame, fucking A Rod's not going to the Hall of Fame. Well well, you and I agreed on this too. And like, you know, we're gonna catch flack for it. You have in the past. Baseball needs to be fixed. It's boring. Baseball it was better with steroids. It was, it was like, way better with way, when they were just meat robots hitting 150 home runs a year. Yeah, no, it was way better. Yeah, way better. And you know me, I have no problems with steroids in professional sports. I think that if professional athletes want to take uh, performance enhancing drugs, I mean, you know, porn stars get implants. And I know well, it's not the same well, example, here, here's but the, here's the thing, too, right? And like, actors get Botox. The the elite athletes can do things that'll basically give them the same advantages as steroids. You know, we can go down the whole litany of like the hyperbaric chambers and the blood doping and all that that nonsense. But it's well, like, just just the blood transfusions or with the oxygen is illegal. All you're yeah. doing is adding oxygen to your blood. Yeah, it, it it just it's bewildering to me. It's like again, if they're professionals, if they want to be like you said, if they want to be meat robots. Let him be meat robots. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, we'll get that in a second. I do want to talk about this Aaron Rodgers story a little bit. Let's stay on this whole yeah. AB thing. Yeah. Uh, Brady deserves MVP this year. Oh, obviously, that's responding to what I was going up. Edward says, hello, you're not the new guy anymore. He just likes you. Thanos, yeah. haven't seen him in a while. Happy New Year's, Thanos. Thanks, everybody who's in here. Uh, Jaquan, man, what's going on? Uh, both sides definitely hold some blame. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think uh, I... I I'm not letting either part. Like, I mean, listen, I was like really pro AB coming into this. And then after that whole, you know, toilet liquor thing, I was like, okay, well, let's, let's take a step back. However, I'm not letting anybody, anybody uh, off the hook here. I, I, and I, I do, I think there, I think the NFL needs to launch an investigation. I think the medical staff have to be, and not just because of AB. I mean, what got put out today was, was clear. Like Gronk returns to the field with broken ribs and a punctured lug. You know, they got Godwin doing wind sprints on a torn ACL. Uh, when most teams, those guys are coming off the field, sitting on on the cart and being brought yeah. to the locker room. But they're like, hey, let's see if you can do it. They, they push hey. people to the bone. Tom Brady playing on the, to- you Let, know, his Let's knee. dissect that just a little bit, too, in the sense that, you know, everybody saw that hit that Chris Godwin took a couple weeks ago, and they thought that's where and when he tore his ACL. It's like, no, he had a torn ACL and probably just aggravated the fuck out of it. Okay. And it's like most people need to realize stuff like this happens other than like, you know, Michael Gallup. What was it last week? Like you could literally see his knee move in the wrong direction. And you knew that's when he tore his ACL. Like these guys are playing hurt this time of the year. It's it's it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. No, absolutely. Swamp Fox says Antonio Brown may be a lot of things, but I do believe uh, him. I I believe I, but I do not believe him to be lying about this situation. So, again, I think that there's a lot of kernels of truth to what AB is saying. Like, I, you know me, I'm the most uncommittal person in the world. Like, I commit to nothing. Right? I like to present both sides of the story, not take yep. a side, make everybody happy, and walk away. I. For the first time, like in months, I took a stance today, <laughs> went on Twitter and stood up. And I was like, I was like, no, I believe Antonio Brown. I'm like, I believe, I believe him. I believe that, I believe that most of what he's saying is factual. And then, you know, this OnlyFans girl comes out and she's like, no, man, he was already planning it. And I'm like, ah, oh, man. 
the only part of me that's like, why is, dude, you got three games left. Like, just suck it up or something. I don't, unless it was that bad, but in which case, if it was that bad and they're allowing him to play, and this is my issue with AB. But you're saying suck it up, but he's saying he can't play. Like, he's saying, like, if, if, if you take AB at his word, right? Take him at his word. He was like, I can't go today. My ankle's right. so I, I can't go back in. If he had taken him at his word, they should have said, okay, sit down. Let's get you healthy for the playoffs. Right. Instead, Aaron's is like, you're done. Get the fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. And he claims he took his shirt off because he did not want to represent their logo on his back. So that's why he took it off and said, fuck this and left. Yeah. I just, again, the part of me that it, it and I think this has to do a little bit with why they didn't release him right away. It's like, if he's really hurt and they released him, you know, the way they did and just kind of not take a day or two to analyze it, they could have been in a lot of trouble. I, I don't think they were going to release him today. I'm going to be real with you. I don't think they were. I think him coming out and doing all this shit today, they had to make it to say they had to release him today. Because that's what I put out. I tweeted that out when the release came out before I, I you know, pledged my allegiance to, to AB. I wrote out, I was like, you could have done this Monday. You could have done this Tuesday. You could have done this Monday. We've never seen a team wait this long with nothing, with no explanation, no nothing, right? Like, you get cut, you get cut. We've seen it. We saw it with the Patriots. He was on the he was on the waiver wire that night. You know what I mean? We saw it with the Raiders. He signed yeah. with the Patriots like three hours later. Like, it, it's, they just terminate the contract. I don't think they had legs to stand on. I'm going to be real with you. I think that that's why I do believe. It's why I sit here. I think that AB is is wrong in a way. I don't think he should have left the way he left the field, whatever. But that's not up to me to decide whether that's right or wrong. He made his decision. He's got to live with the consequences that come from that, right? Because there's still people out there that are, are dogging him. Even if this was all true, you shouldn't have taken your shirt off and ran off the field. That's fine. Live with your decision. Yep. Like I said, I just saw, I just told everybody at the beginning of the podcast, like, don't regret. You got to stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. However, I believe, I'm going to put this right now. I believe. When this statement came out right here, it was because he went public with all that stuff today, with the text to Arians, with the, you know, the, the Alex Guerrero stuff, all that. And I think they were like, fuck, we have to do it. And I want, and I asked, why didn't it happen Monday? Why didn't it happen Tuesday? Why didn't it happen Wednesday? Right. And they look, they're spinning. They're spinning, right? Yeah. While Antonio Brown did receive treatment on his ankle and was listed on the injury report the week leading up to last Sunday's game, he was cleared to play by our medical team prior to the start of the game. And at no point during the game did he indicate to our medical personnel that he could not play. We have attempted multiple times throughout this week to schedule an evaluation by an outside orthopedic specialist, yet Antonio has not complied. Maintaining the health and wellness of our players is the utmost importance of our organization. Antonio Brown addressed the whole thing and said, listen, I went to the top orthopedic surgeon at that hospital and you want me to go to one of his underlings because he's a team-friendly doctor. Because I believe that I, here's my thing. Antonio Brown, there's not a hundred percent true what he said. There's, there's, I always believe there's a truth, the truth, the truth, right? Right. It's, it's spotty. There's going to be a lawsuit and there's going to be a settlement because they're going to lose. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, I agree. I, I, and again, I totally agree. And this is, this is why I said to you today, I, I said, there, there's, there's got to be something partial in there to your point, right? And, both sides don't add up, but I think the Bucks actually look worse because there's evidence that they are having players compete 
that are injured. So it feeds into his story more than, uh, y- you know, Bruce Arian saying, well, I didn't know he was hurt still or whatever he said today, you know, uh, which complete BS. He knew. He knew he was on the injury report. He knew he got treatment. So, yep. Um, <clears throat> so Team Boston B says, I'm confused about the Brady part. Like, why would he call it Tom Brady? I was a little like, I don't think he didn't actually call out Brady. He called out Alex Guerrero, but that indirectly called out Tom Brady. Right. I was a little confused by that too. Like, if there was anybody that had your back in the organization, and when all this shit went down, Tom Brady kept pleading for tolerance, kept pleading for mental health. He did it on his podcast. Um, maybe he's upset because Brady, maybe here's my theory. Here's the thing. Here's my theory. And there's going to be lots of conspiracy theories. We may find out the full story one day. We don't know. Here's my theory, though. I think that he, meaning Antonio Brown, wanted Tom Brady to stand up and defend him in the situation, and he didn't. And, and he's like, Tom Brady's done a very good job of his best Belichickian way of mm-hmm. addressing it twice, saying a lot of words, but saying nothing at the same time. And, and, and actually, in Tom Brady's defense, because he's been taking a lot of heat for defending A.B., Dude, what do you want him to do? Do you want him to just leave the Bucks like you did at the end of like he he can't do that? He, like, let's be real. Yeah, and no, I and I don't care that he called out Alex Guerrero over what like a hundred grand. Like, let's be honest. Like, Tom might be a little miffed at it. He'll move on. And to me, that's that's the smallest nugget in this story. Uh, snap time agrees that his statement today really seemed to force the hand for the Bucks to make the decisions. That's, that's my piece. That's, I really believe that. I think that he, I believe that because of his statement, he couldn't Lawrence makes a great point on this is what we were talking about, right? Contradiction reports. Number one, go in. I'm hurt. I'm not, I'm not going in. Number two, they're not targeting me to save $1 million. Too much contradictions. No, what's true. And, and yeah, there is reports out there. A lot of it coming from uh, Pat McAvee, who's got some sources where like he was throwing a tantrum at halftime. That's what we heard. He was throwing a tantrum at halftime because he wasn't getting targeted. Adam Schefter, Adam, don't forget. Adam Schefter reported earlier today that. Uh, they had approached, um, they meaning AB's representation, had approached the Buccaneers and asked them to um, honor the $2 million incentives that he hadn't hit yet right. because of the injury piece, right? So, like, we got to take a quick break here, guys. Hold your thought, Mike. I promise we'll get yep. back to it. We're not done with the Antonio Brown, uh, Antonio Brown talk, though. But you do got to hear from my sponsors over at Newsbreak. I'm also an employee of them. I'm going to play a little ad that uh, I did up for them, and then we'll be back here in about uh, one minute. Over 1 billion users have downloaded the free Newsbreak app, getting access to all of their local news and content provided by Newsbreak. However, not only is Newsbreak a sponsor of my channel, they're also my bosses. I have been marked as a top contributor for Newsbreak covering the entire NFL. So what are you waiting for? Download the Newsbreak app from the link that I've left in the description, and it directly supports my channel. If you want transparency, I'll give you transparency. Every time somebody downloads the Newsbreak app from the link, it directly puts money in my pocket. So download the app, get unlimited free access to all of your local news and all of my NFL content for free while also supporting the channel. It's a win-win for everybody, so please take 30 seconds and download the Newsbreak app from the link that I've left in the description. Hey, and we're back live here on Talking Football with Ray. I'm here with my boy, Mike, and you can follow him on Twitter at MN, 
M as in Michael, N as in his last name, underscore <laughs> off topic. That's MN underscore off topic over on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at DPN underscore Ray. You can find me on the Dean Blundell network over at DeanBlundell.com. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter. I said that already. Find me on Newsbreak. <laughs> all that stuff, uh, all those links are in the description. So I, I got some big news. What's going on? So people who follow me a lot know that I am... I'm not the uh, fondest of fan-sided. Yes. Um, people who've followed me a long time know that I have, for the last six months, just refused to read their publications. Right? Um, mm-hmm. Like, I've been on a stance about it. Uh, mainly because they employ that DeVito guy who said that Robert Kraft should sell the team. Yep. You've been and on si- a tear. Oh, yep. oh. Since that day, I've had no no time for fan-sided that they would allow that to be published. Yep. Chowder uh, and Champions of Fansided just followed me on Twitter. Yikes. Tough to shit. Tough to Here's shit. Here's a question. Do I follow back? That's the Ooh. question. I'm going to leave it to the audience. Here's a poll. So, y'all know I've had a beef with Fansided ever since Michael DeVito said that Robert Kraft should sell the team. So, so much of a beef that I have absolutely refused to read an article from Fansided. Let me know in the chat. Let me know in the comments. Do I follow back? I'll make the decision later on tonight, but I want your guys' input. Do I follow back? Uh, because I've, I haven't I've said a lot of bad things about fansided <laughs> on Twitter, on the podcast, everywhere. Here's the thing, though. Are you, like, are you allowed to take a high ground now that they follow you? Or do you just like... Fuck it. I can take any fucking high ground I want. Yeah, I guess... I work be, for yeah. the Dean Blondell Network, who basically told me I can do and say whatever the fuck I want. Especially on Twitter, anything, Twitter, the <laughs> podcast, like. So here's here's a little a little uh, tip for everybody. Uh, Dean Blundell himself is going to be a guest next Monday at seven ten. Uh, oh, he's going to come do a twenty minute spot with me. Uh, big deal for me. Big deal in my career. Um, he must have watched the Patreon last <clears throat> night. Then he Oof. must have. He must have. When I said that he doesn't watch my shit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Feeling like they feel bad. <laughs> they feel bad. Um. I had an opportunity to go uh, sign a pretty lucrative contract with another big football podcast network. However, um, however, the offer that Dean gave me was an opportunity. It was like that old WWF Vince McMahon thing. Mm-hmm. I can offer you an opportunity. Yep. And I, the what sold me about the Bundell Network is they're just like, be you, dude. We want the yeah. guy that tells people to fuck off and you know whatever and yeah it's... well you know what in today today's media too that like let's be honest be yourself like we see enough of the fs1 espn carbon copy crap analysis like have fun with it no i agree i i agree i agree i agree uh big news too guess who agreed to come on the podcast guys you gonna guess mike you're the only one who can speak out loud uh Somebody that doesn't normally come on the podcast. This guy right here. Why haven't we seen the Patriots try? Mark Dondero has agreed to come on the podcast and discuss his Mac Jones take that uh, he has some reservation that Mac Jones ceiling and skill set and his goodness may not be as high as we think. And he's agreed to come talk about it on the podcast. Oh, man. Don't tell him I called him a Muppet. Oh, well, I'll say, I'll say, uh, no, I'm sure he's been called oh, worse. Good. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, you know, you're, 
I'm going to say your take was uh, not received well by the on your Twitter account and it wasn't received well on my podcast when I played it. But um, I, I'm going to give you, I'm giving you 20 minutes. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, here, let's let's have a discussion about this. That's right? cool, man. That's cool. So, you know That's what? Awesome. Listen, every time somebody has a take that I don't necessarily agree with, I always invite them on the podcast. Just most people won't show up. That's like, true. Every time, if you want to join the podcast, just just issue a death threat to me or wish death on me on Twitter and you'll you'll be invited onto the podcast because I want someone I want you to look me in the eyes and say it to me. Just you know don't I mean? call him a liar. <clears throat> don't call me a liar. No. <laughs> no, no, you'll be banned forever if you call me a liar. Um yeah, so I do want to put this on. I I don't understand why Alex Guerrero was being dragged through the mud today. Because the te- and I agree, like the text message basically said, Gray was like, "All right, AB, I'm hope you know, I wish you all the best in the future. Where do I send you the money?" Yeah, you know what I, I mean. Yeah, it was weird. Like I said, it he it, I read the text and I was like, "Wow, he's like Mister Rogers right now," and I didn't get it. They were they kept bashing him. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why Alex Guerrero got lumped into it. I don't know why. A B lumped. This is this, and this is where A B's his own is his own worst nightmare, right? Clearly, he didn't write his statement from last night because no. we've we've seen A B's written work before. Mm-hmm. I remember um those text messages that came out when he was a patriot and just oh they I remember, were yeah I remember were being on this show. Just talking about like I I remember trying to read it, and I just I couldn't like the the fucking English was so bad. But he puts out this elegant piece that someone else wrote for him, and I'm fine with that. You know that's why you have representatives, right? He puts out this mm-hmm. piece. I think that he was being questioned on. Then he provides some text messages between him and Arians. People are like, oh, wow. I think the Bucks who got painted into a corner today didn't do themselves any justice by releasing him. But then AB went AB, right? He called out Alex. Like, the, then AB became AB. And this is where he's his own worst nightmare. Like, he just right. kept going. Yep. Like, the fact that A, he posted it, called out Guerrero, called out Brady in the process posted his fucking bank account information i have the tweet without the black marks on it if you guys no i won't do it i felt a moral obligation when i shared that even though it's public to put the black over the numbers because <laughs> if you want antonio brown's numbers you got to go find it yourself on somebody else's screen grab for me it was like i can't share his numbers i don't want someone to have his banking information and do something and know that they got them off of my live show you know what i mean Good for you, man. Show, showing some morals there. A lot of people, people don't. Uh, Brian Lynch says AB once again exposed himself as an immature clown. If he had an actual grievance, file it with the players' union. Uh, not, not cause an on-field hissy fit. Yeah. I, again, I think that um, like we're all going to have different opinions on this, right? Like we are. I don't believe that I don't believe that um, everybody's going to be on AB side. I don't think they're going to sit like you and I, where we're both just like, yeah, both sides are in the wrong here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm not going to say 
I I think what AB did marching off the field with his shirt off. I mean, I I sent Dean Blundell a message last night and said, just so you know, when I leave the network, my last show will be shirtless. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're let, so uh, Monday he will be shirtless. Yeah. So <laughs> I said my last show on for the network will be shirtless. No, he actually said, well, I hope that shirt stays on for a long time. So oh, rock okay. on. Uh, that's awesome. So that means yeah. they want me to they want me to be there, even though they have no fucking idea who I am, they want <laughs> me to be there. Um, but yeah, no, so what the fuck is I talking about? A B uh, the uh taking a shirt off. Lauren says I may not be allowed on Ray's podcast after the tweet I tagged him in half an hour ago. What did he uh, tag me in? What did he tag you in? What the fuck did Lawrence tag me in? Let's see. Where, where? Oh, I'm not seeing anything. Hold on. I had a lot of I had a lot of Twitter activity today. I don't. I'm not I sure. See? Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, you got to send it to me, Lawrence. I can't find it. My notification things. Though, I'm at that thing now. I'd like to see 103 other notifications. Click this. I'm on Twitter a lot, and I get a lot of uh, of notifications. So. All right, should we move on? Should we talk about something different? We've done literally 44 minutes on Antonio Brown. I mean, we could keep going, but yeah, we should probably change. I think we've talked about everything, though. Like, what are we, we're just going to keep telling each other, yeah, they're both in the wrong, right? Yeah. Guys, hit that button. Smash that like button. Smash it, smash it, smash it. Uh, what the fuck, too? My subscriber count has dropped by like 50 in the last three days. Subscribe. If you're new here, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yeah, or else. Subscribe. Yeah, or else, or else, uh, life will be your life won't change at all. He's he's here to che- cheer up the masses. Come on, guys, let's go. Does Aaron Rodgers deserve to be the MVP? That kind of looks a little bit Good Morning Footballish. Eh? I didn't even I didn't even intend for that. Well, it looks like a can of Mountain Dew. On I was trying to pick fucking. I was trying to do Steelers colors, but they didn't have it. Didn't my app that I use? I use Pick Monkey. Didn't have a darker green. And I didn't oh, feel okay. like doing the thing where I got to make my own color. So I just picked yeah. that one. Screw that. I have a full-time job. Oh, yeah. You're a busy dude. I know. Does he deserve to uh, be a full-time MVP? Or does he, <laughs> does, he, does he deserve to be a full-time MVP? Does he deserve to be the MVP? A uh, little backstory, right? That re- reporter in Chicago, his name is Hub, by the way. Like, fucking what a great mm-hmm. name. His name is Hub. Uh, basically, he was on his, his he, I guess he's got a radio show as well. And he's a part of the Associated Press. And he was like, no, I'm not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers the MVP. The guy's a jerk off the field. And that caused that caused some backlash. Um, Pat McAfee said, you know, we knew this was going to happen. Aaron Rodgers getting the MVP. We can't empower these awards that are voted on people with personal agendas. Uh, this guy here, if you're an NFL MVP vote and you can't separate what Aaron Rodgers does on the field versus what he does off of it, you probably shouldn't have an MVP vote. I'm not here to debate whether or not Aaron Rodgers should be the MVP this year. I'm here to debate the validity of voting for the MVP. The MVP should not be a popularity contest. It should also, to me, not be based on what happens off the field unless it affects your team. There was a time, Mike, that I believed that his unvaccinated status and him missing the ga- missing a game because he, when he contracted COVID was enough to say, okay, you guys got blown out that game. You weren't there. But then I, when I thought about it after, I was like, that had nothing to do with him being vaccinated. He would have missed the game anyways. Like he would have missed the game. It, it, the at that time, 
vaccinated or not, it was a 10 day quarantine period when you tested positive for COVID-19. So he would have missed the game regardless. So I'm like, no, I can't hold him catching COVID against him. And outside of the first game of the season, Aaron Rodgers has been brilliant. So because he's done nothing off the field to cost his team and because he's done nothing on the field to cost his team, I don't think that you can turn around and say, well, he's a big fucking jerk. So I'm not going to vote for him. Um, I will preface this because I said to you when you and I uh, did this a couple weeks ago that Aaron Rodgers was, you know, like my kind of outside, you know, choice for MVP. I don't like him. I don't care. He was a jerk. I don't think he deserves MVP in my mind. But at the same time, I don't want any excuse to just give Tom Brady this MVP because this is what this sounds like to me. And I don't think Tom Brady deserves the MVP this year. I don't. I I wish it would go to Jonathan Taylor. That's my pick. Just everybody knows my MVP pick is Jonathan Taylor. I've been so clear on that for weeks. Yeah. Um. But I I will begrudgingly agree with you when I put my rational hat on and say, yes, he has not cost them a game. I think he has been just that. I think he has been the MVP for his team, you know. Um, Let me get back to my original question, though. Yeah. Should a player's off-field actions or a player's off-field persona or personality or his attitude towards the media or opposing fan bases should it affect what happens on the field if it's not affecting the on-field product see this uh, i go both ways on this because i think the on-field product should speak for itself but when you're a guy like aaron Rodgers and you're but that's not the we're talking about the mvp award we're not talking about aaron Rodgers compared to tom brady compared to pat mcavee compared to in person we're talking about the most valuable player award and the most valuable player award is the guy who plays the best for his team on the field if you go strictly by the definition what you're saying absolutely absolutely i agree with you would you not vote for aaron Rodgers? Say you just had to pick, say the voting was you had to pick three MVPs. Yeah. Would you not, very like like the Hall of Fame where you got to pick 10. Right. right? Would you not pick Aaron Rodgers because he's a jerk? This because year, I think if you do, I think if you do, I think you are taking away the integrity of the award. This year, if you gave me the three, I couldn't come up with a... a a fourth best option, right? So, so, so would, put people, but would you be trying because of his personality? I would personally, yeah, a little bit. But I, okay, so see, so I'm going to tell you right now, I never want you voting for the MVP award. No, and, and maybe, maybe you don't, but, but that's, that's my point. And, and that's why I said, I preface this. I, I don't like him and I've never liked him. It's not a, it's but not it shouldn't a re- be, it shouldn't right. be a like and not like thing. I don't like Jonathan Taylor because he's an Indianapolis Colt. Oh, it I doesn't mean, nice guy. well, I don't know if he's a nice <laughs> guy. I never met him. What I'm getting at, though, is he's an Indianapolis Colt that just fucking ran all over the Patriots a couple okay. weeks ago, right? Okay, so, however, 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 I can respect what he does as a player. I don't like Aaron. I actually, I'm not, I'm lying. I do like Aaron Rodgers because he's a dick asshole who doesn't care. And I mean, who does that remind you of? Uh, not a guy in red right now. No, no. It's just a guy who really just says whatever in his mind and doesn't give a fuck what anybody else thinks unless you like he's got like three triggers and I have like my three triggers that that send me off, right? So, 
So I, you're changing my mind on this, right? Because because you're, you're saying right. you wouldn't vote for me to be the MVP because I'm a jerk. Yeah, fucking asshole. God, you know what? I'm, I can do. That. God, you know it. what? I I can do this. So, anyways, um, that's the power of the mouse, you, Mike. You, you can't. Next week, I'll have a camera. You can see the dejected look on my face when. Uh, uh, that was, okay, I want to share this real quick. So this is what Lawrence sent me. Um, he's right. He may not be allowed back on the show. For those of you who can't see it, let me see if I, I can't expand it. Shit. Um, so Pat McAvee, uh, he said, Pat McAvee sends the Ohio State band to AJ Hawk's house for his birthday. So Lawrence, I want everybody knows I am a fan of the Ohio State University, tweeted, when and if this COVID thing is over, I so want to do this for at DPN Ray. Maybe I'll get him one at Walgreens. Heck of a burn. Uh, Got to at least give him that one. That's awesome. That was, uh, yeah. So I don't know, though. I might actually be thrilled if the Ohio State Band shows up in my house. I think you would be. I absolutely think you would be. Uh, so Matthew Raker says, I think the voters will give it to Brady this year. Yeah, and again, I'm not I'm again, I am not arguing who should be the MVP. I think it's Jonathan Taylor. My argument is is whether somebody's personality and his persona and what he does with the media should affect the overall outcome, if that makes sense. Uh PL says the MVP should only be determined on the field, off the field is irrelevant. I agree, unless you do something like get suspended for three games. You could be the best player all season. If you get suspended for three games and you hurt your team, then I think you can't be considered MVP because you hurt your team. Um, PL thinks that Aaron is the MVP. Lawrence Owen says, fact, AP voting is allowed only by media members of certain market size. Many small market teams have zero representation. Really? Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it is. Wow. It is. That's... um. I've heard that as well too. So I do the Colts, Lawrence. If you're still Lawrence, might be gone because I think his Patreon is starting up in a second. But um, do the Colts ever? I know, like I don't believe the Colts have a representative. I think it it's yeah, it's only like the big, and I think like like Boston has like six voters of the fifty. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see. Oh, I can't. My fucking stupid computer. Hunter Henry MVP. Hunter Henry. <laughs> He's having fun here. I don't know if you saw that. He is. People don't have fun here. We did you see what Jerry Thornton tweeted out today? Yeah. When he's like, our last uh tight end was just complaining that he was miserable. And this yeah, one is... I saw I saw you retweet it and I just laughed. Hunter Henry's up there all smiles, him and Janu, you know, New England tight end party. And yeah. I was calling out Gronk the other day about being a big fucking whiner about it. <laughs> I've lost my joy for the game, man. <laughs> it reminds me of anybody who watched like 1996 WWE when Shawn Michaels lost his smile. Oh. I lost my smile and I'm going home. Dude, when Shawn Michaels came back as NWO, oh my God. No, nah, that was late for me. I don't think I was watching at that point because I didn't even know he was in the NWO. He went to WCW? No, the Vince McMahon, uh, you know, bought up all that stuff. So he brought the NWO. Oh, okay. So I stopped watching wrestling. I I just started watching wrestling again like two years ago. 
Okay. Because my kid is into it. So I started watching. I stopped watching wrestling before he bought WCW. Okay. I just remember in the heartbreak kid, Sean Michaels. Him and Ric Flair, man. Good yeah. God almighty. Good God almighty. He's broken in half. <laughs> I think I watched from probably 1994 to 2003. Maybe? I was like nine. I was like 94 to like 98, 99. I don't think I was watching it in 2000. I'm a little bit older than you, though, right? Yeah, a little bit. Two or three years older than me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the old guy. I'm also, like, a little bit of a gamer, so I had, like, all the wrestling games when I was a kid, so that kind of kept, like, the fascination going for a couple years longer than it should have been, and then I'm like, wow, this is really all staged. All right, let's move along. I was never, uh, I was never a gamer. Like I had like Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis and I got PlayStation and PlayStation 2. And then I only had PlayStation 2 for like the longest time. And then I got a PlayStation 3 free with my new cell phone. Nice. And I didn't open it for like two years. And by the oh time God. I finally, like I finally set it up to start playing with it. And like the, the PlayStation like four came four. out. Yeah. The PlayStation four came out. That's fine. Yeah. So they don't like, I can't even like get games for my PlayStation three anymore. I have like mad into like 14. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Who wins the game? Tough game on Sunday. Patriots dolphins. Uh, Tua says the Patriots are a different team. Patriots are like, fuck. Every time we got to go down to Miami, they just fuck us over. BB, um, sign AB, one game down in Miami. This game obviously only matters for seeding. I know the AFC and the AFC East is on the line, but a lot of stuff has to happen for the Patriots to yeah. win the AFC East. I don't see the Bills. Yeah, I saw the litany of things today. It's like the Bills have to lose, the Bengals have to lose, or the, yeah. Here's the mathematics I don't, I can't figure out. Okay. What if all those teams that are ahead? So, like right now, there's the, the the Buffalo Bills, right? The Buffalo Bills cannot win the AFC mathematically, okay? Because of all the tiebreakers and stuff, right? Yep. The Patriots are still in the running for the AFC, okay? Mm-hmm. What if everything that needs to happen happens, but the Bills win? Can the Patriots win the AFC and the, and the Bills know. win the AFC East? I don't know, dude. That's a that's a brain breaker because that's when you. I, I don't know. I don't know how how you know how could the Patriots win the AFC and not you know, you know, lost to the Bills? Who the hell knows? I'm I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna text Mario for one second. Yeah, he'll know. You free for two minutes? <laughs> yeah, he'll explain it to us. I need yeah. to uh I need to get a lesson from him on the EP system. My knowledge uh is lacking by the way. It's a quick Google search to be real with you. I'm, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Oh, because I said that nobody comes on here and says EP. Yeah. Yeah, I actually I actually know what the EP system is. PL says that it's a revenge game for the Pats. Uh that first loss to the Finns hurt. Um. Okay. So, who are you picking? You didn't answer my question. Oh, oh, sorry. Um, I I'm gonna pick the Patriots. They have to look good. They need that. They need this game to still get the kinks out. I think they need they need to win this game. I think there's stuff still on the line for them. So the Bills do have to lose. Yeah, and they're playing the Texans. No. 
they're playing some bully team. Like I know the chances of them losing. The Bills. Yeah. The Bills are playing the Jets. Oh yeah, some lowly team. Although the Jets didn't look bad against Tampa. No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. Fuck it. It caused caused Antonio Brown Brown to to quit. Yeah. I mean, the Jets were so good. Antonio Brown. I mean, they still lost, but how close? How amazing would that be if the Jets beat the Bills to help the Patriots win the AFC? Would 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 you have to like come out on Twitter and like thank every Jets fan forever, like, or at least for like a year? He's confused. I'm. You know, every once in a while, like a headline pops up, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. The sex lives, the sex lives of college girls, is dismantling TV's popular kid stereotype, and it's about time. Interesting. I can see why you're confused. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means. Is that a TV show? Oh, it is uh, a TV show. I feel like it's a London TV show. That be. sounds like something they would watch in England. Doesn't it? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yesterday we had 882 Twitter viewers. Today we have zero. Wow. Glad to see I'm popular. You just fucking bring it. Like You bring us down, Mike. Sorry, man. I'm, I'm one of those sad Patriots fans. I was told by somebody on New Year's. Uh, Crazy Eye says that uh, posted thing with Alex probably to show he add. Oh, that he was the ankle injury, that he was getting work for the ankle injury. Oh, oh, oh. that makes sense. That makes sense. You know what that just reminded me of, too? You remember, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Benjamin Watson came back when he came back and played for the Patriots a couple years ago. He played the last few games with a torn ACL and nobody knew. Until he had off-season surgery, Brandon Bolden like won the Super Bowl with cancer. Yeah, did you know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Mario didn't write me back, so I don't think he's. I don't. I don't think he's available. Tell him he needs to get on here so you get some Twitter views, man. I'm not as popular. I don't do the close talking like he. Does. I w- I was just gonna call him. Well, nobody knows. Nobody can see you. They'll know next week. Actually, they were, just... supposed to, they were supposed to know today, and I forgot to pick up the camera. Secrets. Do you, do you retweet yourself? No. I only retweet myself for other things, but... No, you right, don't here. like your own posts, and you don't retweet yourself. That makes you a nerd. But I like me. I know <laughs> you do. We know nobody Ray, Ray nobody likes me as much as I like me. Uh, PL says, Bill's lost to the Jags. Jets are a live dog. No, that's true. That was like the bad bills, though. They have kind of since gone the way of the, you know, Dodo. I don't know. They didn't look great against Atlanta last week. Dude, do you see Kyle Pitts has over a thousand receiving yards? Yeah, I know. But it was Mac Jones or Kyle Pitts. Like, you need a quarterback to throw to, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. Could have had Cam Newton, though. We could have had Cam Newton. We could have had DK. You know, I thought everybody in the league right now is like, fuck, we could have had Nikhil Harry. That's what they're thinking. Yeah. Do you think Nikhil Harry plays Sunday? 
I heard uh, I've heard rumblings that he was inactive because of injury, not because of suckery. I I saw that too, and I went back and I kind of thought about it, and I looked at the last game where Nikhil caught some passes, and Christian Wilkerson like was Christian Wilkerson maybe just Isaiah McKenzie that game like. Did the, were they just not prepared for him? Who knows? No, I think I think Wilkerson is exactly who we thought he was. I think he played exactly the way we thought he was. But I'm going to be honest with you, the drop for the third touchdown is also exactly who we thought he was. Yeah, see, that's the thing. The Patriots don't need another guy like that. We already have, what, three guys like that? You know, we have Aguilar. Who's who? A- Aguilar, no, not this season. Aguilar no, has no, a history no, no. of it. But, you know, if you think about it, he didn't do it with the Raiders last year, and he didn't do it now with the Patriots. It's like he's almost over the drops. No, and, and if you uh, and if you remember, um, before he got hurt the week before last, he made some tough catches, man. He, he did, until he those made... fucking dirty Colts went helmet to helmet on him. Yeah. Calling you I'm out, w- Lawrence. I'm winking at the Colts fans. We got a lot of Colts yeah. fans in here, not just one. A lot, yeah. Shout out to loyalist and loyalist Patreon and, member. Yeah, Thomas says Mario versus Ray is entertaining. I appreciate that. I I'm entertained. Um, going after that Paisani. Too many Italians. You're on the show now. Mario's on the show. I'm on the show. My Too last many... name is uh, Nardella. That's why I just use the N. Nardella. Yeah. Should go Nardella. And Mario is Nata. Yep. We could have Nata Nardella on route. That sounds like we could fucking open up a, like a car dealership with that. Here's a question for you. Should we rest our starters for the playoffs? And I think our, meaning the New England Patriots. No. Simple to the point. No, I, I don't think it ends up. I think this team needs a lot of work in it. And every game they can play, every live snap they can play will make a difference. If we get ahead in like the fourth quarter or the third quarter like we did last week sure go ahead but let them let them play it at least like it's a preseason game i think that the patriots from what i read today working on a story right now for deanblendell.com um just did a little bit of digging a little bit of research today maybe i'll share a little piece with you should i share a little piece sure maybe i'll share a little piece where is it? The Miami Dolphins. Oh, I got hold on. I got to clear the chat. Uh, there we go. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are on the Patriots. Da, 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 with the Patriots already having punched their ticket to the playoffs, a wild card entry, perhaps there may be some thought to treat this like a bye week transition or transit um, translation rest players. They're going to show up uh, all starters in and try to win. So that was the fucking one line I was looking for, the very last line. Uh, yeah, no, so from what I what, what I understand from the little bit of digging I did today, talked to a couple of people, read a couple of articles, did some stuff. Uh, starters are starting at least. I think if, like, the Bills are, like, blowing out the Jets at halftime, we might see a sit. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm not sitting anybody because did we see the fucking disaster after the bye week yeah. for the next two weeks? And that's that's kind of the point that I'm getting at. I think this team is better playing than they are resting for sure. Yeah, that's my whole piece, man. Because like he fucking like they were like just hot, hot, hot. Went on the fucking bye week, and it's like they got dumped into an ice bath. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. We all know it was bad. <laughs> PL says Megan's played an entire year and won a Super Bowl with a destroyed knee. He heard on the first play. I think he heard it right the first play of the first game. 
Yeah, something like that. Didn't miss a snap. And I think it was like something like a tour MCL or a tour like meniscus or tour ACL, something of that nature. Yeah, he just decided to go on it. Yeah. It also depends too on um on the severity of the tear. Right. Because right? I always talk about how I tore my ACL, but my tear wasn't that bad. I did not require surgery where like 90% of ACL tears require surgery. You know so what I, mean? I actually have a my... partial tear in both ACLs and never needed surgery. It just hurt like the bejesus for probably about six months and then it kind of healed. Well, however, a lot of people who tear their meniscus mm-hmm. don't need to get surgery unless it's really bad and mine was surgically repaired you know what i mean so it it all depends how you hurt yourself yeah absolutely uh edward wants to see your hot wife mike uh when i get one of those i will let you know you can see my dog oh my god he said hairy palms he just died i thought he was talking about you (laughs) i thought he was calling you hairy palms jesus i hope not (laughs) some kind of ape Oh my god, Pia. Well, you know what hairy palms are, right? Harry, you, no. you never heard that? Oh, they no. see that people who uh, oh, too, oh yeah, too gotcha. much have hairy palms. Gotcha. For those for those people on the podcast, I was making the masturbation symbol. <laughs> I got to go on a little bit of a tangent here, if I could. Sure, go for it. TikTok lives are the weirdest shit in the world. Like last night, I turned like I'm on TikTok and I see this guy's like live. So I like click on it. And mm-hmm. this motherfucker is putting pool balls, like billiard balls, yep. on, a, on a treadmill. And these things are spinning on a treadmill. And basically, these things are having like a race, like who, the last ball to stay on wins, right? So I'm watching this thing. And then we go these like long, extended periods of time where the balls wouldn't fall off. So he would start throwing plastic cups at the balls to try to disrupt everything and make one fall off and change positions and this and that. And I just, I, I, I was consumed by how fucking stupid it was, but I watched it for 25 fucking minutes. Oh, it's right? crazy. Yeah. Like I got sucked in. I watched it for 25 minutes. Not only was I watching it, I started cheering for the seven ball. <laughs> it came in third when it fucking, it was in the first fucking place and the asshole threw a plastic cup. And it hit it, and it went to the back, and it fell off. I was fucking pissed. I was like, so "You, you so mother- you got you got sucked in the into the TikTok verse, is what you twenty five fucking minutes. I watched these fucking pool balls on a treadmill as a guy threw plastic cups at it to see which ball would fall off. Not only did I watch it for twenty five minutes, I fucking had a rooting interest in it and got and started fucking cheering for the seven ball. One thirty in the morning, I'm fucking watching that. So, anyways, after that race, I was so pissed I wouldn't watch another one. And the whole time the guy's doing it, he's fucking commentating it. Like and not like and he's like going like full blast. He's like, oh, when he got the one ball in the front and then he got the eight ball and the seven ball. He's like, like uh, okay, he didn't sound like a fucking nineteen twenties radio man, but he's like, I look at the one ball and oh, here comes the seven. Oh, it's well, we've had a long line for a bit of time. Oh, here come some obstacles and like you know, I feel like, like that's something you have to like get plastered and watch. Like, dude, but I watched it sober for twenty five fucking minutes. <laughs> I watched the entire thing twenty five minutes. Pool balls on a treadmill, fucking cheering for the seven ball. So what do I do? I flip over. It's this fucking woman. She's like, I gotta paint my dresser, and she literally starts painting her fucking dresser. Doesn't look at the camera. Doesn't talk to the camera. Doesn't say anything. No music in the background. She's just Jeez. painting her fucking dresser. Fifteen minutes. I watched this woman paint her dresser <laughs> pink. All right. 
fucking 145 in the morning i'm going to bed like what the fuck did i just do with my life right so i got were you, sucked were you down this ki- hole were you the kid who on like saturday mornings or no like yeah saturday mornings there would be like the infomercials and you just get sucked into watching them holy though... fuck dude when i moved into my house i had every fucking like slap chop and every fucking infomercial <laughs> in the world anyways it's the i I have never once seen a TikTok live that's fucking normal of just like somebody having a conversation. They do like these. I watch fucking tarot, tarot, tarot card readings. You know what I mean? The tarot yeah, card yeah, readings yeah. for like a fucking hour the other night. I don't fucking interact in it. I don't. I won't watch podcasts like mine because I'm like, oh, it's boring <laughs> to fucking just watch guys talk all day. Like, oh, I don't want to just hear some guy talk about football for two hours. But I'll sit on fucking TikTok. Dude, I was so I go to bed at eleven. All right. I, I was up till 1.30 in the morning watching pool balls on a fucking treadmill and a woman painting her dresser pink. Ray said he's older than me, audience. Um, he's actually like a twenty-two to twenty-eight year old. Uh I don't want to call you a girl. That's mean. No, like Look, I, I don't. I, I'm immature. I get that, but this had nothing to do with immaturity. This was just like me bored. Yeah, you were sucked down the rabbit hole, man. It was, but what a fucking rabbit hole, dude. Yeah, what happened. a fucking rabbit hole. Oh, I didn't mean. It's to like when you on. start. I I don't have TikTok, but like sometimes I I start scrolling through the gram and you see like the like the same kind of clips and you just oh wow wow I could keep watching like you know I. You like, I I don't know. I just I get suckered in. Do you know what like, Twitch? Do you know? But what I'm Twitch like is? I'm not actually I'm not. Yeah, I know Twitches, but I'm not like a 22 year old girl. I'm like a fucking 40 year old house mom when it comes to TikTok. Like my oh, TikTok okay. page, my TikTok page is fucking animals and dogs. All right. I mean, I, yeah. I watch fucking Tatum the talking dog. <laughs> like I I swear to God, and I wa- and I'll watch like fucking 75 videos in a row ones i've already seen a thousand times i'll go through and watch every fucking tatum video just one after another after another after another it's literally a fucking dog you want to hear what tatum is you can't see it okay i walked around at christmas he has a song called um he has a song called uh please feed the dog and and, okay so here's one they're using the tatum voice and that pisses me off like don't fucking <laughs> just like like I said, I am like a fucking. This is why I need a camera because I'm dying right now and nobody. Like, but, nobody but this is what I'm saying. Like like I'm fucking. I have the maturity level of like a fucking nineteen year old. Yet when I do things like social media, I'm like a forty year old mother. Okay, so here's I sang this all Christmas, like yeah. all Christmas. Here it is. Can you hear that? Yeah. Oh my god. And you were just walking around singing this the whole time. Play the nuggets. Or even saddle for so berries. Okay, he know he know he knows the whole thing. Don't waste heart. my time with fries, dude. Okay. Like, but yeah, no. So I, I just gotta say, anybody who does TikTok lives, um, or if anybody can direct me towards TikTok lives that are fucking normal and not just 
whacked out fucker doodles uh, i would really appreciate that um thomas says hey ray when uh, uh when we win the super bowl can we get a pl- a plastered ray rant like when we drafted sony uh so thomas oh, is old school boy. thomas is super old school if uh, if he remembers that for those of you who don't know i'm sure most of you do um when the new england patriots drafted sony michelle i was in uh st lucia <laughs> and i had smoked a little bit of marijuana and i had drank a lot of booze and i thought we were going to draft lamar jackson and we drafted sony michelle and i decided at that moment right there was the best time to fucking go on a live stream and i couldn't find my hotel room and made a total ass out of myself and it exists somewhere on the internet not sure where but it's there and i uh, would not point people toward it oh no i'm pretty proud of it i'm pretty proud of it like dude i just fucking played a song from a talking dog that i watch on tiktok like clearly i have no fucking shame right here's the other thing okay if there's any 40 year old women on my 40 year old plus women on my tiktok I understand that you're 40 plus. I understand you're proud of yourself for being 40 plus. Fucking, I'm fucking proud of you too. You don't need to prove a point on fucking TikTok every day. Like, oh, you're too old for TikTok. Nobody says you're too old for TikTok. You got like a thousand comments and one person's like, you're too old for TikTok. So go, I'm going to make a video of me fucking dancing uh, saying I'm too old for TikTok. There's fucking 3 million of you 40 plus year old women on there. Nobody. Like, like, the older generation keeps making it try to sound like the younger generation is trying to start an age war, but it's fucking uh-huh. my generation and older. That's like, oh, you're 35 years old. You're too fucking old for TikTok. Nobody's ever told me that. I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I do TikToks. I don't me. do like the dances. I do like the, I do football. Like I just, I don't even fucking do them anymore. I literally just fucking like screen record a minute of, of me talking on here and put it on there. But I used to like yeah. actually go on and, and talk when I was at the cottage, I was doing TikToks where I was like talking about the, the Patriots game and stuff. Nobody's yep. ever come on and said, you're too old for TikTok. Not one person. I got fucking white in my beard. I know I'm too old for TikTok. <laughs> no, nobody is once, <laughs> but you know, who, old, you know, you're... you know, who's got over a hundred thousand. He might be pissed. Fuck. Fuck it. You guys didn't hear this from me. Do you know who has over a hundred thousand followers on TikTok that actually does like TikTok shit, like real TikTok shit. Who? I can't tell you his name, but I can tell you he's Italian and he comes on this show every Wednesday. Oh, man, that's tough. I'll have to do some investigation. You'll never find him, though. He doesn't use his name. He just he gave it to me, so I found him. Oh, but... he, yeah, yeah. He uses Okay, so he uses like a hardcore handle that he doesn't use for anything else. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. you won't be able to find him. But he's got over 100,000 fucking followers on TikTok. Jesus. And his YouTube page is like 2,000. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like 3,000. Hashtag. What is he? Never. Yeah, no, like, dude, he does like just TikTok shit. Like, he does like what other people do on TikTok. He's got over hundred thousand followers. He's actually pretty it, fucking funny too. Like, he, he says, sh- he "It's not funny. Connor. It's not Connor. <laughs> it's an Italian guy who's on every Wednesday." Connor is as Irish as you can get. Irish I was Portuguese. Say, last name is Carney. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Irish Portuguese. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a clue. Uh, his name starts with M and it ends with Ario. Yeah, he's got a hundred fucking thousand followers on TikTok. Over plus, dude, and his and his girlfriend's got like fucking like a million. Oh it's my insane. god, dude, it's insane. Being a girl is, is so much easier on the internet for certain things. Just saying. Well, a girl or a dog. If you like, fucking dogs are very popular. Yeah, if TikTok. you're a hot girl with a dog, whew, dog. Holy fuck, right? Well, that's like the like like I my real job 
I work for uh, like not for profit, right? And but I work like in employment services. Yeah. And they're like, like, why can't we like you know get the same kind of donations that something like fucking sick kids hospital has? I'm like, because they have sick kids. <laughs> I'm like, all they need is sick puppies as well, and they fucking get every cent. You know <laughs> yep. what I mean? Yeah. Holy fuck! What do you mean? Why? Dude, that's why? like again. Some why the of fuck the, uh... think? It's like those ones on TV, right? Like this child isn't eating in seven days. Yeah. For as low as one dollar a week, you can help send little whoever to school. I make three trillion dollars. Yeah. But I'm asking you for a dollar. If fucking Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt give up like half their salary, fucking for like two years in a row, like they could like fucking feed all of Africa. But they're like, no, we're we're gonna take well, first. Well, they'll take the kids and bring them back to the U.S. And then, well, what was it? The ASPCA ads. So, uh, you know, they had those ads, and it's like for fifteen dollars a month, you could help save these puppies. And it's like, like what you said. It's like. You know, when those at the Christian like help the kids in Africa ad started, it was for like three dollars a month. It's like, why does it cost more to help puppies than it does people? But I want to help the puppies so much more. So you know, you I, know that more people help the puppies. That's the I, problem. Yeah. More, more people are gonna help puppies than they are humans. That's that's the fucking issue, right? And I talk about it all the time. If it was like if someone came to me like, hey, it's me or your dog, I'd be like, Goodbye. <laughs> and yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Can someone tell me why Mahomes, bro, has so much TikTok fame? Oh, good God. Jackson Mahomes. Oh, baby. Jackson. Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. Uh, because his name is Mahomes. If you guys change your name to Route, you'll be famous too. Damn. You'll get like 30 followers at least. At wow. least. Possibly 40. On a good night. On a good night, maybe more. I don't know. Not on Twitter though. If Mike is on with you, because for fucking reasons beyond my belief, nobody likes to watch Mike on Twitter. I don't. But I bring great conversation. God, maybe it's just because you're a block. Yeah, we'll 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 fix that. We'll fix that. Are you are you guys mad? Anybody watching mad that I'm a block right now? Is it not entertaining everybody that I'm a block with a moving circle around his face? Watch, nobody's going to even respond because they don't give a fuck. What are you talking about? What shit are you talking? Huh? What shit are you talking about your fucking blob on your face? I said I'm a block with a moving circle around my face every time I talk. That's all you are, though. That's all I am. Yeah, that's all I am. That's actually what I am in real life. I'm not a person. Do you ever watch Big Bang Theory when fucking Sheldon becomes a computer? That's exactly what you are. Yes, that and, and that is exactly what I am in real life. <sighs> LHD hates KC, by the way. A lot of people hate KC. Can we? Can a lot we talk about, of people do. Can talk. we talk about one thing? Talk all you want. Can, like, like I, I keep calling. I, I just want to call Jackson Mahomes Tito Jackson because nobody should care about him. <laughs> no one should care about him. Nobody cared about Tito. Pay attention to Michael. You're not even old enough to know who Tito is. I know exactly who Tito is. Because your fucking mother probably told you about Tito. Or your listen, Nona probably told listen, you about Tito. I am a huge 80s music fan. You okay? cannot do close fucking mic talking if you don't have a fucking camera. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Cl- I was no, I heard, your, I heard your voice lower. You no, were doing no, the close. This, you were this, doing, you were this doing this the close, talking. close mic talking. No, you were trying to fucking do it. Do you listen, I'm the there? original mic talking. Okay. 
holy fuck. Again, I can just I have this power anytime I please. All right, okay, all right. Let's, I'll be let's, nice. Mitchell Mullet says score prediction for Sunday's game. That's not what he said. He said score prediction for Sunday, guys. I reworded it, but we got it. Yeah. 32 14. 32-14 for the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. Like the New England Patriots. Yes. Like this year's New England Patriots. Like this year's New England Patriots. I think that Buffalo is going to be blowing out the Jets at halftime. And uh, I think that the Patriots are going to stop playing at halftime. I think they're going to win. And I think they're going to win 25 to 17. And Tua Tango Bowl is going to throw two interceptions. Hell yeah. Either result, I will take. Did you hear uh, Cincinnati might be uh, sitting down and losing on purpose, partially to get the Patriots as their opponents? I heard. You that. heard this? I did. I want the Colts to lose for the sheer fact that Sunday Night Football will then be the Raiders and the Chargers where all it will take is a tie for both teams to make the playoffs and I want to see them both knee the ball 15 times on primetime football. Would the Colts be excluded at that point? Is that why you're saying this? Well, it, does not, it has nothing to do with the Colts. I don't give a oh, fuck okay. with the Colts. But if the Colts okay. lose the Chargers-Raiders game that night, winner mm. makes the playoffs. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. But if they tie, they both make the playoffs. Why would you not just giant crap? Why would you? Why would you just not kneel the ball? There's no fucking rule to say you can't kneel the ball 15 times each team. There's no rule. It's not in the rule books. It's not there. What would Roger Goodell do? Would he just like call like call people pleading? Like we'll give you big fistfuls of cash to not do this. You know what? Maybe you shouldn't have fucking primetime football in the last weekend of the year. That's true. Maybe. I mean. They flexed the Patriots and Bills to be at 425 so that the Patriots actually play the starters. You know that, right? Instead of what? Just a 1 o'clock? And the Bills were supposed crap. to play at 1 o'clock. If the Bills beat yeah. the Jets up at 1 o'clock by 425, fucking um, Brian Hoyer starting the game for the yeah, Patriots. That's, yeah, that's true. Yep. Makes sense. They do that in the World Cup of Soccer. Like on the last game in the group stages are always played at the same time. So this way, if there's like, you know, this team needs to win or that team needs to lose, they don't know. They got to go out and play their game. Right. Yeah, makes more sense. Well, the the Jets are going to beat the Bills, so we're all set. Uh, Edward says, I I had a premonition yesterday. Scam will retire after the game on Sunday. I don't think that's a premonition at this point. (laughs) Well, what is it? A part of you being here is answering the fan questions. I just, I think that everybody saw Ray's clip of him tossing one in the dirt. Am I correct? (laughs) Everybody saw that. That's why I'm saying I'm not really adding much to that. That's why I said it's not a premonition. Everybody saw Cam Newton throw a football and just gone. I, I played that clip for like three days because that was the fucking greatest clip of the world. Like he missed Robbie Anderson by like 10 feet. 
It fucking <laughs> like he threw it in the dirt like four yards in front of him. It was <laughs> it was the fucking <laughs> it was like I I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, I don't bad. know what the fuck happened. Like he threw the ball and it just he just yeah. He was, was he was throwing a quick wide out pass, which means you're throwing it to a wide open receiver. And he threw it like 10 yards behind, or like, yeah, I'm exaggerating, like four yards behind him and like fucking three yards short. There is no team desperate enough to pick up Cam Newton next year after what they saw from him this year. Steelers? No, no. I would take Big Ben for another year over Cam Newton. Really? Yes, absolutely. Not, not, not even. No hesitation in that statement. Get out of here! I don't believe you. I would, dude. Dude, I'm just, you. I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking with you. I'm I just know, fucking know, with you. I know. I know. Where's Joe? Where's Joe? He's probably like, I don't want either of those bastards back in my team. If they kneel it off and, and one team scores at the end, there'll be a huge fight. Could you imagine if they, they had this agreement, okay, we're going to do it, then like the last team like fakes the knee <laughs> and throws it down the field for a touchdown? Oh, just, like, just the Chargers, just a fucked, just so the Raiders' fucking miserable season can just fucking finally be over with? You want a way to start a rivalry and a hatred for years? Do that. All right, guys, we're going to kneel 15 times. Psych. Okay, hold on. I got Mario on the line. Oh, okay. Hey. What's going on? You're live on air, by the way. Sweet. Uh, can you hear him, Mike? I can hear him. He's quiet, but I can hear him. All right. I need you to explain the math to me, okay? So if the Patriots can still win the AFC right and the bills can't this part i get this part i get right but what if everything the patriots needs to happens happens on sunday except the bills win can the patriots win the afc but the bills win the afc east hold on hold on to that thought okay because the easy scenarios are uh, the scenario for the Patriots is every other team has to upset every team except for the Patriots. Okay. Okay, for that to happen. So let's say the scenario of the Patriots winning the, the, the whole AFC is um, – uh, hold on, I got the I got it right here for a second. So, I mean, there, we went through some scenarios tonight where Pittsburgh and Baltimore make it. I mean, it was insane what's going on. Um, so you're talking about – Everybody gets upset except for Buffalo and and uh, New England, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's take a look at this. Are you on the playoff simulator? I am on it right now. Yeah, it's it, it's half frozen, so I'm trying to get through it real quick. But that is a very interesting question. Right, because I heard like the like if this team loses, team this because I know the Bills have no chance to win the top of the AFC. So technically. The Patriots would have all those wins, but if the Bills win, I think I, you know what. If the Bills lose, 
I think the Bills have to lose for the Patriots to win the AFC, even though their records would be better than the AFC team or they'd have the tiebreaker because the Bills win the East, the Patriots can't win the AFC, correct? <laughs> right, can the Patriots be the top seed but not win the East? Because the math says they can. So the way that works is, okay, let's say, okay, we got all the upsets, Bills win and Patriots win. This is a riveting podcast right now. Yeah, this is it's really it's riveting right now because the way that it goes is I mean we're talking about scenarios where Jacksonville beats Indy, Houston beats Tennessee. Well, if you listen to all the uh, indie fans, that'll happen Cincinnati. too. Yeah. So it's well, since he's going to throw the since he's throwing the game though, so we know that that's going to happen. So we really only need two teams to to come through. I seriously. I, I want to see fifteen kneel downs. So do I. I want the Colts to I want the Colts to lose so badly just so I can watch Sunday Night Football. I can watch two teams just kneel the, the down fifty. I agree with you one hundred percent. Actually, we were just throwing just putting up a scenario that we think that the Chargers are going to fuck the Raiders, and on their very final kneel down of the game, they're just going to throw like a, a slant <laughs> pass and just take it down the field and score. So here's here's the craziest part. Okay. okay. Here's how it would work out. If everybody loses, except for New England, New England's the number one seed, Buffalo would drop to six. Tennessee's two, Kansas City's three, Cincinnati's four. If Buffalo beats the Jets, it then catapults Tennessee into the number one seed. Buffalo is the two seed. England drops to five. New England drops to five. Okay. Well, states that well, actually they, that would improve the five because they're the six seed right now, right? No, I think, no, oh, no, we're the five seed. We'd stay exactly where we are. So if New England wins and the Bills win and all the other upsets happen, uh, um, that's true. So we almost kind of want that to happen so that we don't have to face each other until the like the next the next round. It's, it's interesting because then you have a fifth seed New England going to a uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. The winner of uh, – it, it's funny, too. Whoever wins the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game, if Pittsburgh wins, they're the seventh seed. If Baltimore wins, then Vegas and L.A. are in. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's amazing. All right, brother, I appreciate you. People are having a hard time hearing you. I thank you for clearing that up for me. Well, it's not your it's not your fault that I called you on the, FaceTime to explain simple math to me. <laughs> he should have just hopped on for two seconds All right, so you'll get eight million Twitter uh views real oh, quick. So I'll, all the uh all we could get some views on Twitter. Yeah, all, all the all the uh Twitter viewers that I scare away. We still have zero viewers. We currently have zero viewers. There could be more people watching. When we, I gotta, when we... sorry, I gotta work better at this internet famous thing. I'm really not not good at it. Well, at the moment, you're kind of living off of my. Um, you're kind of living off of my fame. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta talk to Lawrence. I gotta talk to somebody with a lot bigger fame. Have you looked <laughs> at my fucking subscribership compared to Lawrence? Like... <laughs> Joking. Do you understand the only reason I'm on the fucking Dean Blondell network is for my analytics? Did you know that? <laughs> I did. Oh, you thank did you. Mention that. You did. You mentioned that. 
Yeah, they don't give a fuck about me. Yeah, girl, right? clearly. They don't, they don't even they don't know who you are. No, they don't watch my shit, but I get a message. <laughs> I was like, hey, can you send us your analytics? Because why? Because I got to go to sponsors. Yep. Gotta make that money. He asked me today, he's like, uh, anything early last night, Dean was like, anything you like, you know, you won't push? And I'm like, no, poor people have morals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How big is the check? What do we need to do to get it? Yeah, there? what is it? What is it? Like, well, like, there was some chick that, like, sold her farts. I don't know if you saw that. Like, a thousand bucks a jar. She made Damn. fifty. She made fifty grand a week, and people are paying for this. Well, shit? like, so people are like getting upset, like, "Oh, this fucking bitch!" Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "Fucking bitch!" I'm like, "Who's the guy that has a thousand bucks to drop it on a fucking can a jar of farts?" Yeah, well, I was gonna say thank, and this goes back to my Twitch comment before. And if you're a pretty girl with a dog, okay, TikTok, TikTok, yeah, all, all those. Well, no, 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 I was gonna say this about Twitch. Okay, you get all these vi- girls that play video games for like an hour or two a night. Yeah, they they rake it in, they rake it in big time. I should start a gaming channel. You should. I just have to learn how to game, how to use Twitch, and how to get my game to be on Twitch. Dude, we can get this on Twitch. Just there's a sports section for Twitch too. I've heard that. I've heard I can do it on Twitch. The problem is for me to go on Twitch, I have to fucking, I have to upgrade my Streamyard. To like oh. the fifty dollar a month one, and I don't really want to pay fifty dollars a month for Streamyard. Oh, talk to me, maybe we can work it out because uh, I, there's stuff that I used to do on Twitch that I can do again. And... You're gonna you're gonna be like the DPN gamer. Sure, why not? You're gonna, you're, gonna, I, I... you're gonna work like you're gonna be my my new employee for deep. You're gonna be the DPN gamer on Twitch, and then what? We'll just I'll pop in every once in a while and be like, "This is this is stupid. Why do you play this game? This is why are you shooting things. Why? Yeah, zombies, we, we zombies aren't real. Out. Zombies Dude, aren't all, real. I got all kinds of friends that play video games. I could just I see you you subcontract me, and then I subcontract them. Ray, could you do me a favor? Could you tell my buddy? Protected no, don't say it, don't say it, don't say oh. it out loud. Oh, sorry. Mitchell's a good guy, but I've been fucked with these things before when I say names. I'm just going to say, hey, Shane. Shane, 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 look, look, look. Mike, I got my drop you for one sec, okay? Well, you're here, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to. Shane, let me talk to you, buddy. Shane, listen. I know you like the Dolphins. I know you're a big Tua guy. I get it. There's lots of big Tua guys out there. Uh. But uh, Shane, the uh, the Dolphins suck, man. Like they fucking suck a lot. Shane Proctor, the fucking Dolphins suck. The Finns suck, as my boy Mitchell likes to say. So uh, listen, they're um, they're not a good team. They they're not good at the football, and. Uh, and you're not a good fan because you don't cheer for a good team. No, I don't know. I can't say that. I don't I don't know you, Shane. You're a good guy, Shaner, but your team sucks. Like really fucking sucks. Fuck the fin, Shane. Fuck them all. There you go, Mitchell. That'll be 9.99. Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. Okay, guys, I got to get serious. He does. 
who did you block the uh the russian yeah bot? yeah the crazy russian thing yeah yeah okay. i forgot you were a moderator i blocked it from Streamyard. oh because you have the login because i gave you the login yes right. and i would like you to realize that i don't abuse that power at all Oh fuck! Except when you're not here, I say I, got, I better <laughs> I better check my fucking YouTube channel and see what's streaming on there when I'm not around. No, I gotta get I gotta get actually serious for a second if I can. Um, this no jokes aside, I debated about uh, addressing this and how to. Address, oh fuck me! Hold on. Uh, didn't get a lot on Patreon tonight. Only got two questions. Thomas says so many questions about AB because. But I think that you'll be covering it tonight, and I agree. It looks like uh, he's the one being played. And Alex says, I chose not to look into the AB news because I want to hear from you on this podcast. So there you go, guys. <laughs> you didn't leave me any comments or questions. You don't just have to leave me comments and questions based on the um, the title that I leave you on Patreon either. Don't forget, you can sign up for my Patreon account. Five bucks a month. You have a chance to come on here every single night and the hangout tomorrow. Don't forget about the hangout, guys. Uh, I gotta get serious. Listen, I'm I'm prepared to for people to unsubscribe for this, Mike. This is how serious I'm about this one. I have taken a stance in a way that I have said I don't care how you do it, but please protect yourself um, when it comes to COVID nineteen. We lost a friend of the show, uh, Marco. Some of you know him as Love Vibration Nation. We lost him in August, September from the COVID-19 virus. And we had an absolutely tragic story um, in Canada today. This beautiful little five-year-old girl, uh, Ava May, passed away, um, I believe, on January 3rd from COVID-19. Um, we are the ones who are supposed to protect the vulnerable. I don't know Ava May. I've never met her. I've never met her family. Uh, I'm going to echo the sentiments from the Dean Blundell show today. And I'm not pushing this because this is a Dean Blundell thing. I'm pushing this because it's the thing to push. We failed her. Um, cause she couldn't be vaccinated. She just turned five. She, you know, she's a kid. And I know there's gonna be people who are gonna be like, Ray, I fucking come here because I want to be entertained. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't give a fuck right now. This is serious shit. I can't ignore this. All right. A report came out from Sick Kids Hospital here in Toronto, Canada, that I think they now have 12 newborns hospitalized with COVID-19. They can't protect themselves. They're fucking babies. I don't give two fucks if you're vaccinated. The vaccine's to protect you. But fuck you if you're somebody who won't be careful and won't help protect the people who can't protect themselves. I've begged you guys to stay safe. And people are upset because I'm addressing this right now, being like, Ray, I come here not to talk about COVID and talk about this pandemic. Well, 
this little girl can never watch me or watch any YouTube channel ever again. And her family has to live. And now, oh, fucking, I'm not wearing a mask. My fucking freedom. Well, what freedom does she have now? What freedom does her family have? If you're feeling uncomfortable right now by what I'm saying, because it's an uncomfortable fucking conversation. A five-year-old girl is dead, and she's not the first kid that's died from this fucking disease. I was not instructed by the Blundell Network to talk about this. I chose this on my own when I saw the story and when I saw them talking about it. Please take the virus serious. Not just for you, but for others. For Ava May. It's not just a fucking flu. I'm going to post, uh, I posted the article on the website, but I'm going to post a link too. There's a GoFundMe page to help with funeral costs and stuff because a family doesn't expect to bury their, their five-year-old, healthy five-year-old daughter who's never going to go to school, who's never going to get married, who's never going to go to prom, who's never going to live life the way we have all been able to live life. I'm not sitting here right now telling you to get vaccinated because I don't give a fuck. I really don't. People know I don't give a fuck. But I'm sitting here right now telling you to take it serious. If there's a fucking mask mandate, put the fucking mask on. And if you're mad at me for saying that right now, unsubscribe. I fucking mean it. I don't want you here. I had COVID in 2020. I prayed for death. I think everybody knows that now. For a long time, I didn't tell anybody. Only the little inner circle, Mikey and them knew. I had pneumonia on the lungs. It crept into my lungs. I had a fever. I was dehydrated. I couldn't stand. I lost motor function in my legs and my arms. And day six of it, my wife came to me and said, how are you feeling? And I said, I just want to die. And I meant it. If somebody would have offered me assisted suicide, I may have taken it. That's how fucking bad it was. For 14 days, I had it. it. Took me six months to fully recover. Three months before I could walk up the stairs without being winded. We didn't know fuck all about the virus, and I caught it right at the beginning. We didn't know masks, and we were wearing gloves to the grocery stores. We thought gloves were going to protect us. Um. Please. Please. I'm going to st stop you right there. And I don't want to call out anybody in the chat. But Don't call it. A, no, don't leave. The, the, I purposely blocked it. Leave it. All right. I purposely, I'm not looking at it on purpose. Please. Take the fucking virus serious. And if you're not, you ain't legit, kid. The 
podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jaggin' Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.